Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's you, Sparky Fighter, 1250 AM, the fan in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin, along with our guy Ryan Horvath. Of course, know him from BetMGM tonight. Him, Nick Ashu, and Trista Crick, who is weirdly supporting the Kings and the Warriors in this series in the NBA. I'm very confused by that whole thing. But either way, it's those three on the show weeknights. Uh, of course, Bet MGM, a major sponsor of those guys. Uh, so make sure to check them out weeknights while you're watching the games. Get some betting advice inside the games. Um, they are there for you uh, during the week, Monday through Friday. All right, it's Mock Draft Wednesday. We'll get to our Mock Draft here uh, in the last segment of the podcast like we always do. Also, don't forget, you can see uh, the video portions of these uh, videos now, these podcasts now at YouTube on the Odyssey Sports page. I usually put these up on YouTube a few days after they load uh, onto the audio platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app uh, as well. So if you ever want to see what we're looking like, our expressions, or whatever the case may be, uh, there you go. You can do that as well now. Okay, so a report out yesterday. Uh, we record on Wednesday, so a report out on Tuesday, I guess it was, mm-hmm. uh, that apparently the other team – uh, interested in Aaron Rodgers besides the San Francisco 49ers uh, that have made contact with the Packers uh, has been the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they have interest in uh, Aaron Rodgers coming and playing for them if this deal were to fall through with the Jets. And we still don't have a deal, so it's still possible that it could fall through. So now we have two teams tied to Aaron Rodgers that there's history with, right? So San Francisco, there's history with him uh, getting passed up uh, for the number one overall pick. Uh, him living out there in California and so forth, that being his childhood team that he liked growing up uh, and all of that, getting to play for his childhood team. So there's that tie-in. And uh, they have a quarterback uh, mess on their hands currently because Brock Purdy, the guy they want to be their quarterback, doesn't know if he'll even play this year, he said. uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, Trey Lance apparently uh, has been in trade discussions as far as people calling them to see what they want for Trey Lance. Uh, Florio over at Pro Football Talk said, uh, he's heard from people that there was talk of Trey Lance to the Vikings conversations during the NFL combine this year uh, mm-hmm. involving possibly Kirk Cousins. Uh, so there was those conversations being had. So it looks like the Niners are ready to move on from Trey Lance after they gave up all those picks to trade up to get him. Uh, but he can't stay healthy, can't stay on the field. So they're looking to move on. So they have been the first team that we kind of knew about already as these other details of Purdy and Lance have come on at the scene. The mm-hmm. second team uh, that was reported yesterday was the Tennessee Titans. Now, as we all know, uh, the man went and bought land or whatever in the Nashville area uh, and uh, is likes Nashville area. The other thing that we know that we learned last year is him and Mike Vrabel are boys uh, and text from time to time and so forth and are friends. Uh, so this would put him in a situation to go play with Mike Vrabel. It would put him in a situation to have Derrick Henry as his running back uh, as well. Wide receivers, uh, there are none. Um, so I, I don't know really how that would go over with him, you know, going forward. Yeah. Uh, as far as playing with Tennessee, it's a much easier division, right, uh, for him to go in, in that division than uh, another division in the AFC. So there's yeah. that benefit. As far as competing for a Super Bowl, Tennessee, uh, no, yeah, less of a chance of doing it there than you would uh, with the New York Jets. But either way, there are two teams that have ties to the to Aaron Rodgers now for the Packers to possibly talk to. But the question is, how do you proceed now if you're the Packers with Aaron Rodgers as the draft is next week? Next week, Ryan Horvath. The draft's already here next week. I know. I can't believe it. I uh, I mean, that's a good question. I think 
I'm sticking with what I said last week, man. They're where I'm looking for the best offer right now because, you know, it's we're almost here, and I know that they don't mind waiting until after the draft. I wanted this deal to get done either on draft night or before the draft because I wanted the Jets' first-round pick or second-round pick this year. But let's be honest, like, you know, the more we look at this draft, this draft is pretty weak. Uh, so maybe you get the picks next year. Maybe you get the picks after that. So I think that you just still are looking for the best available offer. I just, I don't, I also think it's lying season and the Packers want to get this deal done with the jets. So now it's funny how all these reports are and rumors are coming out because Tennessee man is in cap hell, right? Like they're trying to move Ryan Tannehill who they gave all that money to. They were trying to move Derrick Henry. He's 29 years old and he's been banged up the last two seasons you said it. They do not have any wide receivers. Robert Woods is even gone. I was actually looking at their depth chart yesterday when I saw this. I'm like, who the hell do they have other than Traylon Burks? They have uh, Racy McMath, Reggie Robinson Jr. Uh, they do have, uh, oh, Jesus, Nick Westbrook, Akine, Mason. They have Kyle Phillips, who's somehow questionable, even though the season hasn't even started yet. And then their defense is terrible. That secondary was a mess last year. So I don't think Tennessee really has any interest in Aaron Rodgers. They should be having interest in rebuilding. San Francisco, I think, has plenty of interest in Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think they have enough to give up. That's the problem because uh, the Packers don't want Trey Lance. So we'll see what ends up happening there. I still think you're looking for the best available offer. I think it's going to end up being the Jets. I know it's going to end up being the Jets, but they're playing hardball right now. So I think the Packers are doing the right thing and probably – leaking and throwing some information out there, right? I'm not saying Tennessee didn't have interest in Rodgers. They probably made a phone call. I'm sure a couple of different teams did, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I think he ends up – I still think he ends up as a Jet, man, don't you? I I don't know. My, my, my whole – Right. I mean, problem, this is so baffling. Right. My whole problem with all this is he hasn't – as far as we know, Gunkus has not opened it up to taking offers from anybody else. And Joe Douglas apparently hasn't decided to move on. The only thing that would screw this up is if Joe Douglas moves up in the draft and drafts a quarterback. Yeah, but I just, dude, I don't see that happening, man. Especially, I mean, look at what they've done this offseason, right? You pay Alan Lazard. They're spending money in free agency. They're kind of going all in for the next two, three years. And I don't know that there's that quarterback that makes them a playoff team this year. I mean, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Next year is the year if you need a quarterback. So I still think it ends up being Aaron Rodgers. I just, I have no idea what's going on. Do you remember anything like this ever in NFL history? No, this is a mess. Um, and again, I, you say, well, maybe the draft's not that good. Well, okay, well, maybe, but there's enough good players in the first couple of rounds that come in and have an impact on the Green oh, Bay Packers sure. football team for this year. And if you're going to wait till after the draft, now you're talking about picks at the bottom of the rounds, right? So, and we're going to get to in the next segment, Bill Barnwell uh, did this piece on ESPN where he made a, a, a draft day trade for every team and, and did a mock draft. And he's got a proposed deal involving the Packers and Aaron Rodgers for the Jets pick. And then he's got the Packers and another separate deal from the Rodgers deal with their other first round pick uh, as well. We'll get to that in the next segment. But my point in all of this is if you trade Rodgers to the Jets, those picks are going to be at the end of those rounds more than likely, not like 30 or something like that. Cause they're not going to be at a super bowl, 
they'll be much later than they were where they're going to be now if you make those same deals with the Jets because the Jets didn't have that great of a record this last year. That's part of the reason why you want to get something done now right. so you could give Jordan Love and everybody a little bit more help going into this season in his first season and let these guys grow together kind of uh, as they go through the rigors of this season and give yourself even a better chance of competing for a division the following season with these guys going into their second year, the receivers going into their third year, then next year and love going into his second year as a full starter. Now you can start talking about, okay, competing for division title again, start talking about being in the playoffs. Where do you stack up? That's why I think you really want to get these picks this year, if at all possible. And I wouldn't even worry about 2024 picks. At this point, look, I would rather have 13, and that's it. Just we'll take 13. That's all. I don't need a second. I don't need to pick next year. I don't need to pick any other year. I'll take 13. We're done. Here's Rodgers. Good luck to you. You've got multiple second-round picks. You don't need this damn pick anyhow. Now, a lot of what I'm seeing with the Jets is they're going to take an offensive tackle because Becton – uh, is an overweight, out of shape mess, apparently, and they're done dealing with him. Uh, so if if that's going to be the case, they're going to want an offensive tackle there. Then I see people talking about, well, maybe they trade David Bakhtiari. No, I just I can't. I can't. How, how can you do that to Jordan Love? How do you go to Jordan Love and go, you're all for a left tackle, we're trading him too in his first year as a starter? Like, there's, I just I can't see Goody doing that right. No, that's not happening, man. I don't think there's any chance that that happens. I think this deal, like, again, I completely agree with what you said, though. I'll just take 11, man. Just give us that pick right there, and it'll be a luxury pick, and that's where we could use that pick on Bijan Robinson. And then do whatever you want, right? You want a wide receiver? If that's what Goot wants, get your wide receiver. Um, You know, you want some speed on the defensive side of the ball? Edge rusher, that'd be the way to go. I just – I don't really love the corners. I don't really love the safeties. The edge rushers are fine. The linebackers, I there's a good chance maybe one linebacker is taken in the first round. I mean, and then I like all the receivers. The thing about the receivers are, though, this year, there's really not like – there's not like the Justin Jefferson, even like the T. Higgins. You know what I mean? Like all these guys are kind of like gadget guys. I like Jackson Smith and the Jig, but, man, he hasn't been healthy in two years. You know what I mean? Like – I like a lot of these guys. I like Hyatt, but like they're all kind of just like they fit one role, if that makes sense. And so I would want uh, Bijan. But yeah, I completely agree, though, man. I'm fine with just this year's first round pick. I have no idea what could possibly be going on behind the scenes, though, because you, you would think that if you're the Jets, you want to get this deal done. Like get him in the think If you're Goody, you're running out of patience and want to open this up to everybody else to get involved to get this done with somebody. What if he just shows up at camp? Well, that's just it. Then he, he shows up at the mandatory OTA that says, I'm here. What are you going to do? Payment. Tell him, no, you can't come in. I mean, I, I don't. You, you essentially have to work with his representation and say, I'm not fighting you for not being here. Obviously, you're not a part of this organization, even though you're under contract. Don't bother coming. But that if we get to July and it's training camp and oh. he comes walking in, well, I'm under contract. I'm playing somewhere. I'm not sitting home all off season. So here I am. Give me a ball. Let's go. You know what I don't understand is how are there like two sets of beat reporters that cover teams? Like, right? There's the entire Packers beat. There's the entire Jets beat. In the biggest market in the world, New York, and none of us have any idea what's going on. Like, what right. are the Jets looking to give up and what are the Packers looking for? 
We we kind of know that, right? They want. Well, the yeah. I mean, Charles that. Robinson has been the one that's kind of been on it. That's kind of been the lead guy on all of this, uh, and he kind of just says that the Packers want a one of some sort in this, uh, and or some chance of having a one next year. And Woody Johnson, because the ninety percent comment is not willing to have any type of situation where they possibly could get a one back, even if it is a twenty twenty four one, and they want compensation back as well. So you just say, hey, the no Aaron Rodgers, man, Tennessee's right. and, and that's what and that's what they're doing. I mean, that's what I was talking about. Now it's oh well, Tennessee's involved and San Francisco's involved. That's the right thing to do. But eventually, man, they're gonna have to be involved. And it's this is insane that this deal hasn't been done yet. We're still talking about this. I figured we would be like at this point talking about Jordan Love, the new look offense, what the defense is going to yep. look like, what Rodgers is gonna look like in New York, what that team's going to look like. Instead, this is a mess. And just because the Jets are being stingy about this entire thing, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. Even if he's 39 years old, he's coming off a down year, he won't commit to two years. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's who you're going after. You're going after the big fish. You know, you want to you want to play this game, go after T- Tyler, Taylor Heineke, whatever his name is, or, you know. Kirk Cousins. Kirk, yeah, play these games with Kirk Cousins. You know the guy, the Carson Wentz of the world. This is Aaron Rodgers, man. Like you saw what the Broncos had to give up for Russell Wilson. Granted, he's younger. Uh, but still, like if you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to pay the price. You, you know what I mean? Like if I want to go have a nice dinner with my wife, I got to spend a couple hundred dollars because unfortunately, as much as I love Wendy's, she probably doesn't want to go there on Saturday night because the Bucks won and get the and get the discount deal. You should. She'll go get that free chocolate frost. Well, the Bucks need to win a damn game for that to happen. But so – that's the thing. Like, if the Jets aren't willing to give up what you want, goodbye. Piss off. The problem is, man, the Jets think they have, you know, they, they think that they that this is, like, all on them because um, – Because he hasn't well, opened up to anybody well, else. It's well, their own damn fault in Green Bay. Because, because Mark Murphy – yeah, Mark Murphy opened up his mouth. Seriously, though, everybody should have just shut up this entire offseason and done everything very quietly. Mark Murphy should have said at that girls' basketball game – I know nothing about what's going on. I'm here to watch blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Because now the Jets think they have all the leverage because Green Bay, like you said, man, what happens? Like Rodgers isn't showing up to camp. And if he does, what happens? That's what the Jets are saying, though. Like nobody else wants this guy. If I'm the Jets, I'm telling them to go. We'll take them off your hands. But we're only giving you this. And the Packers are like, no, we want this. And they're like, well, piss off. So imagine that Rodgers walks into training camp. Right, first practice. Rogers goes out there, and Woody Johnson is sitting with the fans in the stands, uh, on the sidelines. The Jets owner waving to Aaron. Hey, Aaron, big fan, love you, buddy. Oh, hey, Woody, how you doing, bud? As he's over there in his Packers uniform because they can't get the deal worked out. You want to talk about creating a circus for yourself? This is going to create quite the circus if they can't figure this thing out. And I, I'm telling you. And I mean, everybody agrees this trade negotiation is going to get much, much worse if this is not done by the draft. Much worse. Because then there's really nothing, to, no deadline really till September if the Packers are willing to deal with the circus that comes with Rodgers if he shows up. I'm just trying to watch the tape of the guys that I like in the draft and we're dealing with this nonsense. So, like, God bless everybody that's like, well, the Packers may want to wait until this date because then right. they get this back or don't do this. Because, like, man, I couldn't imagine living my life like that. I really couldn't. I love sports more than anything. But this whole situation, and I love Rodgers. I'm just ready for it to, for it to end Great. and him to go. We all are. This doesn't happen with any other quarterback but Rodgers. So maybe everybody's right. It's always just drama. I'm ready for it to be over, though. So, so hey, if, Tenn- 
If Tennessee wants to give up a first-round pick, or if San Francisco could Tennessee's got two first-round picks, don't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want Aaron Rodgers? We'll take both of those. Yes, I'll take one of them. You can't even get one from the Jets at this point. Give me either one of them. I I don't care which one it is in the first round. Give me another first-round pick. All right, let's move on. All right, Bill Barnwell, uh, who is very funny. He he does all these uh, different uh, fantasy-type deals where, oh, let's do this, and let's put this spin on, and let's put that spin on. So he did a mock draft that features trades with every single pick, okay? And he says, I'm attempting to use each team's track record in current situation to judge what they're likely to consider, not what they should do. I'm using history in the Jimmy Johnson chart, the former Cowboys head coach, to measure what team teams need to trade to get a deal done, but a different tar- chart to measure how they actually performed. 2023 picks are notated by their round and number. Okay, so every pick has some type of trade Attached to it. Let's fast forward to the New York Jets. The Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers back. The Jets are also getting the Packers third round pick back. The Jets are also getting the Seahawks first round pick number 20. So they get Rodgers pick 20 in the first round from Seattle and pick 78 overall, the third round pick from the Packers. Okay. The Seahawks are getting 42 in the second round from the Jets and 45 from the Packers in the second round. So they're getting two second round picks in exchange for their first round pick uh, at 20. The Packers are getting number 13 in the first round from the Jets. So they'd have 13 and 15. A third round pick in 2024, conditional third round pick from the Jets. So they're giving up Rodgers, a second and a third, and getting 13 in the first and a third round conditional pick in 2024. Okay, done. I like that. Do you like that? No, I'm not doing that. Why are you not doing that? I'm not giving up Rodgers, a second and a third, just to get 13 in the first. Hell no. I'm not doing that. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The third this year in this year's draft? A third in, uh, thir- Our third this year, our second yeah, no. this year. No, no. I'm with you. No, no. that's no, I'm not doing that. There, there's absolutely no way I would do that um, at this point. There's no chance. Okay, so that was the, the one with the Jets. Yep. Here is the one that they had with the Packers. The Packers go down. The Cowboys come up. So the Cowboys get 15. The Packers go down to 26. Plus, they get the Cowboys' second-round pick at 58 and a fifth-round pick from the Cowboys in 2025 uh, as well. The thingy here is the Cowboys are moving up to get B. John Robinson at 15. That's why they think the Cowboys are Barnwell thinks the Cowboys would move up. The Packers then would move back uh, at that point to 26. And as he argues, you know, if tight end is really what they're looking for, they could still get one of the best tight ends at 26 because tight ends are going to fall like a rock uh, as expected in the first round of the draft as not a single tight end was invited to Kansas City for the first round of this thing. And that was the top, what, 18 or 20 players in the draft. What do you say to that? I probably say yes to that and get this thing done and, and just move back in this year's draft. I think this is, this is a fine draft to do that. And I think that there'll still be good value for the Packers at 26 at 26. Yeah. And even in the later rounds, I think they'll still be able to get their guys. I have a counter for you. Okay. What if the Packers make that deal? Okay. Going back 26. Then 
go to the Jets and go, look, give us both your seconds. We'll give you Rodgers uh, and a conditional fourth or fifth or whatever the heck it may be uh, in 2025, depending on if he plays in 2024. Uh, and yeah. we'll call it a day, right? So they get both their seconds this year. And if you do this deal, you'll have four second-round picks on draft day, four second-round picks uh, in this year's draft to go along with your first-round pick, which would have fallen back down to 26. I mean, you're going to get five, six players yeah. in the first three rounds of this draft. And then all those seventh-round picks and all that, you can just trade all of those away for whatever. I don't really care what you trade those away for because you get six players in the first three rounds, five in the first two rounds. You yeah. really can make a big impact on what this roster looks like. Completely agree. I would almost rather do that. Exactly, man, because like you said, there's going to be really good value there in the second round, even early on in the third round. And that's what I want to do right now because I'm just trying to get as much – I want I want a bunch of speed. I want a bunch of young talent because – you could kind of maybe rebuild this thing on the fly. I don't think anybody's going to run away with the NFC North here the next couple of years, unless Justin Fields ends up being the real deal. But man, Chicago does have a lot of money to spend, and I like what they did this offseason. So I just want to get as much, just as many guys as I can, especially on the defensive side of the ball. A bunch of pass rushers is what I want, and just a bunch of speed, you know? And then you could kind of evaluate what you have from there because I want Savage gone. I don't want to see him play ever again. I, I, uh, I would take that deal as well. So you would do that for sure. Oh, absolutely. I would do yeah. that. Yeah. And then you're getting you're at four second round picks. And you could you could do a lot at that point with four second round picks. All oh right, yeah. Let's, let's see here. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Edge rushers. You could get and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want a guy like Bijan, he's not gonna be there, but you could still get your tight end, maybe Kincaid or maybe Michael Mayer drop. Even if not, I do like uh Jefferson as well. So you could get your tight end. And then in the second round, that's where you could look at these wide receivers. Because like I said, let's see what happens in this draft as well. Because we're seeing a lot of these mocks. A lot of things are changing where maybe there's a run on quarterbacks early on. Maybe some of these quarterbacks drop. Because that's what I want to see here. In the first round, it's going to be mostly quarterbacks, wide receivers, edge rushers, right? Offensive linemen. There's going to be like no linebackers, maybe one linebacker. There's going to be no safeties. Corners, there'll be probably two corners that go in the top 15. So, yeah, I would definitely do that because I think what the Packers need will definitely be there in the second round. Bunch yeah, of I totally There's a bunch yeah. of tight ends. Yeah, a bunch of edge rushers for sure. Yep, totally agree. All right, so I, I'm on Pro Football Network now as we're trying to do a mock draft Wednesday here. And I'm going to – We're going to do a double up because I'm going to do one too. I'm on there as well. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers for 42 and 43. I like yeah. Pro Football Network, man, because they decline some of these. They make you think. I can't get them to accept a trade. I'm, I'm on here trying to get this done, and they keep saying no, no, no. They, right, won't, they won't budge, huh? No, I, got, I can't get them to accept a trade. I got a deal done with them if you want me to go first. What did you do? Rodgers just for pick 13. Accepted. Uh, that, uh, yeah, you could do that. I'm trying to get 42 and 43. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do, but. Because I want to run the simulation of what we just talked about. So I want to make this deal to get 42 and 43 and then move from 15 back to the Cowboys at 26 and get their second round pick so we could have the four second round picks uh, like we were talking about to see uh, how that whole thing would work out one way or the other. Let me see here. Wow, they just 
I had a trade offer, no, man. I got a trade accepted. Okay. Pick so I got one done. For, for, for Josh Allen from the Jags and pick 24. I love, I love this. <laughs> I'm going to decline though. All right. I got one done. So now I'm going to go to the Cowboys and try and get uh 26. So 15 to 26. We get their second round pick. Oh, I could do this. confirmed. Trade declined, of course. Uh, this is going to take me a half hour to get this Cowboys trade done. All right, so 26, 15, uh, 58, and my goodness. What was that trade that Barnwell had? I can't seem to get to work. It was 26 and 58. They get 15. Too many numbers. I'm trying to figure out why it's declining me, why I can't get this to uh, work. Let's see. Now I got it. Okay. So now I'm all set. All right. Here we go. So I'll resume uh, draft here. All right. And go. Let's see what happens. So that means the package will have four second round draft picks. Uh, as well as their first-round draft pick uh, coming up here at 15. So at pick 13, Skaronsky went to the Jets. B. John Robinson to the Texans at 14 uh, in that one. Terrible. Uh, let's see. Will Levis, 16 to Washington. Joey Porter to the Giants at 21. Quentin Johnson gone. Uh, I'm not re- I'm not going to accept any trades. Just going to reject everything. Reject. Nick Chubb was offered to me in a trade. Really? Yeah. Reject, reject. Okay, so here we are. Best guys on the board right now. Uh, Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame, the defensive tackle from Clemson, uh, Mayer from Notre Dame, Cansey from Pittsburgh, Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle from Tennessee. I don't think he falls that far. Mm. Uh, Zay Flowers from Boston College Mm. uh, is there as well. Darnell Washington from Georgia is there. Mm. Jalen Hyatt, obviously. They love him. All right, uh, so what do you want to do? Do you want to go the tight end from Notre Dame there? Do you want to go Darnell Wright from Tennessee? Now, again, you got four second-round picks. So, is- really, the debate is, will we get a tight end in the second round? I think yes. So, I don't think you have to take the tight end from Notre Dame. So, you could take Foskey from Notre Dame, the edge, yeah. uh, and put him with Rashawn Gary, right? Hey, this is your, your, this is, you're the general manager here. I got my own operation. I got Bill Belichick already all right, all right, all right. on the phone over here. I'm about to heist him. <sighs> <clears throat> right, I'm going to go I'm going to go Foskey from Notre Dame at 21 or at uh, pick 26 Nolan Smith went at 25 right before the Packers I That's love unfortunate uh, alright so now we're in round two and it's uh it's rolling along and eventually it's going to be all Packers all the time here yep. uh, as it's getting uh, closer alright so we're at pick 40 41 now the Packers get three picks of the next four uh, at this point so they have back to back picks here so I'm going to go Dewan Jones from Ohio State. Nice. Uh, and then the next pick, uh, reject. I don't want – I'm not making any trades, folks. No. <laughs> then I'm going to come back with Jalen Hyatt at 43. I like it. Good gets his guy. And now we're back again uh, for the Packers' next pick. And now we have decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Because Jameer Gibbs is still there from Alabama. Wow. Daniel Forbes from Mississippi State. Uh, Hendon Hooker is still there. The Edge from Northwestern is still there. Maisie Smith from Michigan is still there. 
Keon White, who got invited to the first round, so I don't think he'll actually be there. Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver from Tennessee, but we just got Hyatt. Jack Campbell, the middle linebacker from Iowa. Tippin from Wisconsin is there. Uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Ohio State, is still there. Yeah, I'm yeah, going Luke Musgrave. Huh? Yeah, man, if he falls there, yeah. Yep, Luke Musgrave. Boom, take him. So now we've got an offensive tackle, a wide receiver, a tight end, and an edge rusher so far, and we're still only in the second round uh, of the NFL draft. Rasheen Rice just went uh, at 54 to the Chargers. Packers back up. Now I got an offer here from the Jets. 58 in the Green Bay 6 for Becton and 112. I just took an offensive tackle. No. Okay, so we're back up again. Mm. Here we sit. Uh, and I, I'm going to do something that, because you said I'm the GM, so I can do whatever I want. Whatever you want, man. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is here. Jack Campbell is here. So Campbell would essentially be a guy that would replace Devondre Campbell, one Campbell for another, right, mm-hmm. in a couple of years if you make that pick. Uh, but I want a defensive lineman, and I don't have one yet. So I'm going to go Keanu Benton uh, here at 65. All right. He's went twice in our mocks now. I took him a couple weeks ago. Jack Campbell went to pick right after me uh, to the Bills. And that was the other one I was kind of considering because then you would have Campbell uh, in the middle uh, kind nice. of going forward. All right, third and final round here. Uh, of this mock draft on Pro Football uh, Network as it comes back uh, to the Green Bay Packers. I think I still have a third. Or did I trade the third? Oh, I may have traded the third. Oh. This may have backfired. Maybe I did trade the third. You let the fan base down. I let the fan base down horribly. Holy crap. Worse than good even, some are saying. How did I trade the third, though? Twitter's going crazy right now. They also want Joe Barry fired, by the way. Who wants Joe Barry fired? Everybody. I must have traded the third-round pick. No, that was a fail. But either way, four second like round it. picks and a first. So through like Oh no, my no, no, no. My third round pick. No, I didn't have a third round pick. Yeah. So through two rounds, it was Isaiah Foskey, Dewan Jones, the offensive tackle, Jalen Hyde, Luke Musgrave, and Keanu Benton. I mean, that's oh. unbelievable, right? That's really good. Yeah. No, that is. I, I'd be even I would be happy with that. I mean, you fill a bunch of needs with a bunch of top end players. All, All right, right. Let's see. Let's see what I can do. All right. I got picked 13. And I got a trade offer that I'm actually thinking about here. So the Patriots called me up, Bill Belichick, who I'd usually hang right up on. Yes. He's been all over the place the last couple of years in these drafts. They want pick 13, and they want a 2024 second-round pick, but they're willing to offer up pick 14, so they want to move up. There's somebody they want right here. And they're going to give up pick 46 in this year's draft. Done. I'm, yep, except. So let's see who they take. I'm intrigued. They took Witherspoon out of Illinois. Cornerback, yeah. Interesting. That's more than fine. Oh, no, I got a pop-up. That's the only thing I don't like about this. All right, so now you're up against. Now you have back-to-back picks then at 14 and 15, right? Yeah, I'm up. So, man, Will Levis is there. No. Bijan's there. Oh, Bijan's there. No, okay, the Patriots didn't take Witherspoon. He, I, I'm sorry, I was reading that wrong. So Devin Witherspoon's there. Jackson Smith and the Jigba's still there. Brian Branch is here. My guy Joey Porter Jr.'s there. Cam Smith's there. Isaiah Foskey's there. Yeah. Ringo's there. I don't like him. Quentin Johnston's there. Brian Breezy's there. Dalton Kincaid and Michael Mayer are here. Yep. Nolan Smith, all my guys are here. Spark. What do I do? It's so dumb to take a running back. You get two, you get two picks back to back. 
Oh, man. Or do I want Jackson Smith in the jig? Nolan Smith maybe got by that pick in reality, but who knows? Oh, this is hard, man, because, like, I fleeced the Patriots, and now everybody I want is right here. I, I want – Hey, this is my draft, man. It's my world. We're all just living in it, right? I do. I want Jackson Smith and the Jigba. B. I want Bijan. I take both. I'm taking Bijan. Oh, I got another offer. The Chargers willing to give up pick 21 and pick 54 for pick 15. I'm gonna reject though. I want a better player. All right, here I am. Will Levis still there? Devin Witherspoon still there? Jackson Smith and the Jigba is still there. I let's have the most. Di- I, I know I want a better defense, man, but we'll build that the next couple of years. Let's have the most dynamic <laughs> offense in league history. We take Bijan and Jackson Smith oh and the Jigba God. back to back. Fan base is going crazy, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. no like, doubt. Yeah, like where was this Dre and Rogers? That'll be the thing. All right, sorry, this is blowing. You'll have some Packer fans all pissed off though because you drafted a running back. You have Aaron Jones. What are you doing? You're wasting a pick. Wow, and this Michael Mayer and Kincaid went back to back. Mayer went to the Saints and Kincaid went to the Eagles. Wow. Imagine Michael Mayer with the Saints. Mm. That'd be a great fit. All right, here I am at 45. Don't want Kincaid with the Eagles, I'll tell you that much. Uh no, no. I'm gonna reject the Eagles actually just offered. Wow. Getting some good offers here. I like these player offers, man. Uh, all right, Jameer Gibbs is here, but I already got my guy. Darnell Washington is still here. God, you am I still start- get your tight end? Jesus, I don't all know. offense all the time. Emmanuel Forbes is still here. JSN, Danell uh, Washington, and J- and uh, which go Bijan Robinson. Woo. I'm sorry, I got to do it, man. I'm- <laughs> I gotta go. Full, I gotta go full Madden on him. That it's we love you, Jordan Love, and we're gonna show you how much we love you, Jordan Love. Exactly. Imagine that. I mean, I could just really just end there. To be honest with you, that's all I really need. Oh wait, no. Here I go. I'll go one more second round pick. Yeah. Here I am. God, Jameer Gibbs is still here. Emmanuel Forbes is here. We could get. Just, what's the best offensive tackle? I'm not going with the tackle here. I want an edge rusher. But who do I want? Ooh, this is where, this is where it gets tough. Uh, all right, I'll go with uh, – nah, man, man, man. You know what? I'll take the kid from – the dude from Notre Dame, uh, Webbiar or whatever his name sure. is. Sure. Right. Imagine, the, imagine Clemens with him. Oh, my God. No, that yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> reporting to camp <laughs> I, would, I would kill for this draft though man imagine Bijan robinson jackson smith najigba and darnell washington jordan love christian watson romeo dobbs aaron jones like this is all possible if you get that pick from the jets and that's why i agree like you're gonna hear everybody rag on this draft man but i mean there's a lot that the packers need there's a good there's a bunch of good players in the first couple of rounds of this they draft. Can set themselves up nicely you know what? i'm gonna do one more pick here because it, it worked pretty quickly jordan battle's still actually here with uh, safety from alabama which i think says a lot about where he's headed um but i'm actually going to take let's see where i would go here man there's there's still some dudes i would probably have to here take your tackle I would go with Warren McClendon, the offensive tackle from Georgia. You know, Goot sure. knows about him. He loves him. All right, I'll take this draft. That's a great <laughs> draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are both really good drafts. And, and 
again, the key is getting some lower either in the second or the first round uh, to build on. I mean, you can get out of the second round and have four players through two rounds. I think you're in really good shape going into the third round, providing you still have your third round pick. Uh, that, I think that's the ultimate goal here. If I'm Goody, I want four players to the first two rounds of this draft. If I can have that, I should be able to fill up uh, a bunch of different holes and really add a bunch of talent to this offense, hopefully, uh, and, and maybe a player or two to the defense uh, as well. He is Ryan Horvath, Steve Sparky Fiber. Thanks for checking out another edition of Kern and Long, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.